This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, March 3rd. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. DWR rejects six GSPs. State takes control. Budget cuts for 30 by 30 ag lands. And FDA leader lays out plan. State takes over six groundwater plans in San Joaquin Valley. The Department of Water Resources yesterday issued decisions on a dozen groundwater sustainability plans for critically overdrafted basins. DWR approved San Luis Obispo's plan for the Paso Robles subbasin. The underlying aquifer has been the center of contention between farmers and water managers for more than a decade after the county passed strict pumping rules. Also approved was a plan for Westland's Water District. Rejected, DWR deemed six other GSPs inadequate, sending them to the State Water Board, which serves as the regulatory backstop for groundwater management. DWR reasoned the local agencies did not justify continued groundwater declines in land subsidence. The plan did not clearly disclose the undesired effects on other water users or critical infrastructure. Up next, the board may designate the plans as in probation, triggering a hearing and potential actions, potentially taking over control of the basins. Board members have struggled to clarify the role of the board if it ever comes to a probationary actions. Enviros decry budget cuts to 30 by 30 at Agalands. During an assembly budget hearing this week, several environmental groups pushed lawmakers to restore funding for a broad suite of biodiversity programs. The initiatives span multiple agencies and support the governor's pledge to conserve 30% of the state's land and coastal waters by 2030. Alex Lemur, a lobbyist for the Defenders of Wildlife and several other organizations, argued the governor's budget proposal, quote, takes a substantial step backwards in achieving conservation, climate, and equity goals. Why it matters? Well, farm groups have leaned on the 30 by 30 investments to argue the administration is already taking steps to conserve threatened species that stand to gain state protections, such as the western Joshua tree. The Sierra Club also opposed Governor Newsom's budget trailer bill for finding Joshua tree conservation. Valley Projects. The administration has taken additional heat for proposing a $40 million cut to San Joaquin River floodplain restoration projects. Soon after, Governor Newsom released his January budget proposal. The region experienced devastating and nearly deadly flooding. This is definitely a pay-now-or-pay-later endeavor, said Julie Rentner, president of River Partners. We lost more lives in California in the last month and a half to flood catastrophes than we did to fires. Ag lands, well, American Farmland Trust and California Certified Organic Farmers opposed a $25 million cut to the Sustainable Ag Lands Conservation Program, along with a $4 million cut to the Climate Smart Land Management Program. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West next. 
When you work with Rommel AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. FDA leader defends food program. A senior FDA official who's playing a major role in reorganizing the agency's human foods program is pushing back against critics of the agency's recent record. It isn't as if this program has failed. It's that it's struggling against a lot of organizational obstacles that we think can be streamlined, said Janet Woodcock, FDA's principal deputy commissioner, during a stakeholder webinar Wednesday hosted by the Alliance for a Stronger FDA. What's next? Well, over the next several months, an implementation and change management group Woodcock is leading will determine how the different organizational changes should be done. One work stream will focus on mapping the budget of different components of the restructuring and shed additional light on how money is spent at FDA, which has been criticized for a lack of transparency. Another work stream will identify elements to pull into the integrated food safety system. Other work streams will focus on laboratories and inspection processes. McCain to lead UN World Food Program. Cindy McCain has been named to the next executive director position of the United Nations World Food Program, giving her the reins of the world's largest humanitarian organization as millions of people pushed into hunger from climate-related disasters and the ongoing war in Ukraine. McCain has been serving as the U.S. ambassador to three U.N. food and agriculture agencies, the Food and Agriculture Organization, the International Fund for Agriculture Development, and WFP. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said, He was, quote, confident that she would bring renewed energy, optimism, and success to the World Food Program. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Landmark study finds USDA data gaps. A historic study of USDA farmer records showed that cover crops and conservation tillage could significantly lower crop insurance claims in some cases. But the research also identified some key gaps in the department's massive databases. The study, which focused on the impact of cover crops and no-till practices on prevent plant claims in 2019, was made possible by a provision in the 2018 Farm Bill that was intended to find ways to make use of USDA records to guide future policy decisions while ensuring that farmers' private information was kept secure. The study's key finding was that the use of those conservation practices reduced the chances that farmers in six Midwestern states were unable to plant their crops during what was an extraordinary wet spring. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Vilsack names Chief Diversity Officer for USDA. FDA veteran Latanya Davis has been picked to be 
Agriculture Department's first permanent chief diversity and inclusion officer. Her responsibilities will include overseeing implementation of a strategic plan to improve diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility at the department. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Biologicals have become a significant issue. That Dennis Donahue, director of the Western Growers Center for Innovation and Technology, announcing the first ever Salinas Biological Summit. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, March 3rd. Brought to you by Rabo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chuck Alley.